Welcome to the MBS Show, episode 74. I am your host, Norman Sanzo. Joining me today is Daniel Anthony. Hello, Norman. Hey, Daniel. How are you? I would actually like to ask you a question because that's more relevant in this case. Oh, really now? How so? How was your day? I heard you went down to Singapore. It was fun. It was tiring. It was... Eh, it was eventful. It was eventful. Awesome. Awesome. And well, yeah, my day was just average. Really? For the guy who won a gold medal in Bali? I won a gold medal last week. Well, still, you weren't on last week. You were the guy who's having a holiday on the beach and boasting about it. Okay, fine. You know what? I should let you edit this show, just for punishment. <laughs> I don't mind. Uh, maybe later then. But anyway, we have a guest this week, and our guest is Twitch. He's a Microsoft Flight Simulator repainter. He basically reskins plane to make them more ponies. Is that true? Yep, that's what I did. Alright, so how are you, Twitch? How are you? I'm fine, thank you very much. Had a pleasant day today. Ooh, can you share it with us? Like, did you have any good food, something like that? Oh, no, not really, but I really enjoyed myself today uh, with um, seven hours of playing uh, on Flight Simulator. Oh, seven, seven hours. hours, wow. So yeah. basically you did a real flight thing where you wanted to fly from wherever you are to Bronicon? Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, real time. <laughs> Oh, everybody so wants to be in Bronicon now. went to Baltimore International? <laughs> uh, actually, I went from Yelizovo, Kamchatka Oblast, up in Russia, down back to uh, Oh, wow. <laughs> Sounds like fun. All in a day's work. <laughs> yep, yep. Okay, so anyway, before we start the show, we need to ask you the four basic questions. And question number one is, who is your favorite character? My favorite from the show, at least uh, from what the picks would be Applejack. Oh, Applejack. That's a rare one. Why Applejack? Because I really love her character and uh, I find her to be the most stable one uh, and the most tolerable one if you were to spend time or to live with her. <laughs> <laughs> understandable, understandable. And what about your favourite episode? My favourite episode, uh, I don't really have because most of them are really good, which is hard to tell. No, but if you're saying, let, let's just say that the one that you're thinking of now. Uh, the one I'm thinking of now will be uh, the Sonic Rainbow episode. Hmm, that is a good episode. I mean, um, a lot of, well, from what I heard, a lot of people went into that episode thinking that I have started on a slope that I can never go out. Slippery slope. Indeed. No, that is a good answer, that's a good answer. And how did you become a fan of the show? I became when I sort of looked up on the internet and you know how there's a meme website everywhere. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just saw a, a short clips or thumbnails of the show on some of the, uh, some of the comics. Ah, so you went to those meme sites and you got hooked like that, really? Yeah, basically that's what uh, led me. Uh, basically, I just... I, so basically you wanted to know what does this original clip means then? Something like that? Uh, not really. Basically it was a rage comic panel that involved, uh, that was included, you know, a few pony vectors. And so I got interested. What are these uh, candy-colored pastel horses doing here? And uh, I into a little bit of research and found that it's quite interesting that a show like this has the demographic has right now. So I looked into it and uh, got into more research, and then I finally viewed uh, a couple of episodes just to just to uh, see why bronies at the show uh, from their point of view, and I became one of myself. <laughs> That's an awesome story. So, how what do your family and friends think about your love for the show? Well, um, as for family and friends, only a few family members know that I'm into the show right now, uh, which is uh, my mother, most notably. She, um, in it, she had a little bit of, um, uh, well, she was inquired, she inquired me about uh, the reason why and uh, 
things like that because it's very unusual for for a uh, a boy or male to, to view something like this. So she was a bit wet first, uh, but uh, in the end, I sh- I showed the uh, the MLP episodes her. I uh, showed the subculture and some of the memes, and uh, she got the idea. She got the message, and uh, basically, right, she's uh, her acceptance is is showing through. Oh. Uh, for the others, they don't really know uh, that I watch the show. But as for friends, uh, most of them know. And uh, for the friends I go to, uh, my schoolmates, they are totally fine with it. Uh, for internet friends, uh, I've got several friends, but for the ones who aren't, I try not to mention MLP in front of them because uh, it's not that they don't like it, but uh, there's no sense in pushing it. Because they, sort of, they sort of get annoyed when uh, uh, police start flooding the internet and such. Uh, understandable, understandable. Okay, that's cool, that's cool. Thanks for sharing your story with us. Okay, anyway, let's move on to the next topic, which is housekeeping. I don't have any. What about you, Dan? Uh, well, as you heard earlier at the beginning part of the show, my choir brought back gold for Malaysia, so yay. Awesome, awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, that's the reason why I wasn't here for last week's episode. Me and my choir, we were in Bali competing. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Competing was oh, I, done. I didn't get a gold medal by sitting on a beach, boy. <laughs> but that's what you say. Your tournament was not on the Saturday. Of course not. There's <laughs> anything on Saturday. Saturday's for shows. Yeah. Right? Indeed. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's move on to the real next topic. When did I say I was done? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, no, anyway. One more thing in housekeeping is um, a big, big... Actually, this is not... This is both a housekeeping and a shout-out to all of our previous guests... Forest Rain and Rebecca Starborn, congratulations to you two for that awesome proposal at Brody Palooza uh, yesterday night. It's this morning, our time here. So, <laughs> congratulations anyway. Forget about dates. True. Time zones, wibbly-wobbly. Yep. Indeed. Congratulations, you two. I guess I'll try to get you one when you can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Indeed, indeed. Anyway, let's move on to the real next topic. And in the next topic is news time. And in today's news time, get your exclusive vinyl figure from Wheel of Fine. So episodes ago, we mentioned that you can get an exclusive derpy vinyl figure from Wheel of Fine at the San Diego Comic Con. Now, they have an offer for online purchases. With any purchases of two MLP items, you are entitled to buy a DJ Pontree figure. Links can be found in the show notes. So guys, um, have you ever bought anything from Wheel of Fine? <laughs> I prefer not to go in that direction. Oh, you. You have, but haven't done any time recently. I'm a freeloader. Oh, you. Uh, well, you could just help Charlie with his purchase. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, what about you, Twitch? Have you? Uh, uh, merchandise? Yeah. Well, I wish to purchase some. It's a bit... Well, it's a bit far off over here. They produce them over here, but they don't sell them. <laughs> oh, God. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. But, uh, and you see those little figurines shipping out the factories, but yeah, they're well out of your grasp. <sighs> that is so true, I can feel you, bro. No, but honestly speaking, this Wheel of Fine figure from, well, actually this final scratch figure from Wheel of Fine is really cool. Um, if you can get it, do get it, because I don't think there's a limit here. Well, well, There's a perfect shop in the world that's Wheel of Fine. They have not made any mistake by far in my whole history of knowing what they've done. Mm, true indeed, true indeed. Oh, um, I need I need to mention that goods are limited to t-shirts, hoodies, bags, and art prints. So, yeah, MLP item only and those items only. So, yeah, if you want to get them, get them now. I don't think there's a limit, so do buy them. It's really awesome. Anyway, moving on to the next topic. Dan. Yes, sir. And now, coming to you live from Kuala Lumpur, because I wasn't there, Hasbro Singapore throws a party for International Friendship Day. And yesterday I learned there was such a thing as Friendship Day. If you don't know, the first Sunday of August is known as International Friendship Day, and Hasbro Singapore held an awesome event. People were encouraged to wear any MLP-related swag and costumes, and the first thousand people who came got exclusive goodies from Hasbro. You can find pictures in the show notes. So, Norman, since you were there, care to enlighten us on how it was? Well, it was pretty amazing, really. Like... Uh, the event started a bit late, but uh, it wasn't that bad. It was fun. It was fun. There were cosplayers there. They hand out blind bag ponies, which I think this is the first time you can get blind bag pony in Asia. Unless you're in China where you can get in the factory, but we're not talking about that. 
We're not going to talk about that. But no. close enough. Yes, true. But no, we're going to talk about that. But I think now you can get Dimebag ponies in Asia. It's cool. And they and were... It's free! Yeah, they were handing out for all the people who attended the event. And um, I saw a lot of people, including parents with their child. And I saw this one brony dad with his daughter, which is cool. Oh, brony dads in Asia. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. And got to talk to a lot of awesome guys over there. Guys and girls. Believe it or not, they were girls over there. We have a girl on the show crew. What are you talking about? Well, people say that brony girls don't exist. <laughs> and judging from this show, we haven't heard from that girl in a while. Well, Tasha, if you hear this, you have the right. You, you can redeem a voucher to go and give normal one tight slide next time you see him. And it's coming up to KL real soon, so yeah. Oh, you. You don't have that vulture, girl, if you're not on the show. Surely you mean Pegasus, though. Oh, God, no. But anyway, uh, it was fun, it was fun. I, I think I might do a report on it and post it on EQD or something like that. Let's move on to the next topic. And the next topic is TV Guide says good thing about bronies. In a recent article by TV Guide, they have written a very positive outlook on the brony fandom. The article covers the humble beginning of the brony fandom, to its many charity projects and its fan-created content. The article also touched on the corporate level where Hasbro has been working with their license to create merchandise for the Brody fandom. Links can be found in the show notes. So, wow, positive feedback from corporate or a corporate company. This is good. Oh. What? About time. Oh, you don't seem happy about it. I mean, it's like we're on, we're into three seasons, and finally TV Tropes says something about us. Well, at least better late than never. Oh, TV Guide, sorry, TV Tropes has done it already. Yeah, yeah, it's better late than never. I mean, I mean, when I when I heard the title, it was like give Bronies a break in defense of MLP fans. I'm like, were we under attack in the first place? We were always under attack in the first place. Okay. But anyway, Twitch, what do you think? Like, have you read the article? Not really, but uh, uh, I have seen bits and pieces of it, and I think. Uh, it's excellent because you know, uh, along recent times we've seen more and more positive feedback from uh, from artic- uh, with articles and TV shows, you know, a bit more on the positive side instead of uh, just sort of making fun of us uh, back uh, in the uh, old days, well, not in the old days, but back uh, a year or two ago. Oh, yes. True, true. But I don't know, when I read this, it was, huh, this is really good. They touch about the adult content the fandom likes to do, but hey, what other fandom doesn't do that? Um, flight simulator fandom? Oh god, there's stories about it. <laughs> Fanfic stories about the flights. <laughs> but anyway, that's an interesting segue. I think I'll just cut that one out because it's so bad. <laughs> anyway, that was the news. Oh boy, was this week so slow. <laughs> Anyway, let's move on to the next topic. And the next topic is guest time. And our guest is Twitch. Like I mentioned before, he's an MS Flight Simulator remodeler, recolor. I got no idea. Repainter. Oh. Yes, repainter. Anyway, Twitch, how are you? Having fun yet? Uh, I'm fine, thank you. Thank you very much. Mind telling the people who might not know who you are and what you do? Uh, my name is uh, Twitch, known as on the internet. My call sign Twitchy. And... Uh, what I basically do is I repaint SSX aircraft and put ponies on top. Ooh, that's cool. I, I've seen some of your work and it got me thinking, was this real or was this some kind of remodel painting? No, it's a paint. That's what's called a repaint. You know, like a repaint, like a real thing, like what they do with in Japan with um, the Japanese airline EIA. I forgot. Oh, yeah. yes. With the Pokemon oh, things. What do you think he did? He painted a plane, threw it in the air and he used a fast camera to take a picture. I think so. It looks it looks legit, but it's the modern day internet and stuff. But anyway, Dan, you found this guest. Why don't you um, conduct the interview? Yeah, no problem. So Faye, which came <laughs> first? Did you get into Flight Simulator or did you get into Ponies first? Oh, I got into Flight Simulator first. I uh, got into it around seven years ago. Wow. Ponies were uh, around a year and a half. Okay. So how did you, you know, make a connection between the two? Because I don't know, I, I, did it come to you immediately that you should, I should put ponies on planes kind of deal, or did you just think of it much later? Well, in the first place, it, um, 
when I was browsing through the internet, I found out that many people own Flexim, and uh, Flexim community is also is also really large. So that gave me a sort of basis to know that Flight Simulator is quite popular among, among people. So after uh, I became a brony about a year and a half ago, uh, I was simply uh, going through the internet like usual, and then I saw a uh, a flight sim page. Uh, next to, well, actually it was Facebook, and I saw a flight sim group uh, posting something, and a pony group below. And so it sparked the idea, what if I put ponies on planes? I'm sure there are lots of ponies who play flight sim. And so I did. And I uh, completed the first point, which is, oh. uh, yeah, which is a Robinson R-22 helicopter. And that got me going. Which was your first repaint that involved ponies? Uh, Did you share a link with us? The first one was actually for a friend. Now he's pretty much of a brony, but he uh, browses the internet and he found out the Fluttershy one day and decided that he loved it. So I uh, pulled out the Robinson 22 because it's, it's a lightweight helicopter, a bit weak, but uh, it's slow and steady, so it, uh, it matches her personality. So I uh, painted it on top just as an experiment and to have fun. And I gave it to my friends a birthday present. Ooh, okay. Wow, somebody got a helicopter from you as a birthday present. That's amazing. Hi, Twitch, what'd you get me for my birthday? Helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got ponies it's on it. Yellow and pink. Yeah, that's basically how it started. And uh, I found out it was quite to uh, work out the paints and to uh, put them to, to actually morph them onto the aircraft. So it really got me going and I began to other things like Cessnas and such. And uh, for a while I kept it uh, in my personal library, but in the end, uh, well, I posted it on Facebook and I uh, got quite positive feedback. So I opened up the DeviantArt account and then I uploaded it to the account and uh, yeah, it just branched out from there on. Okay. So, uh, how, how, did you start repainting aircraft before you were Brody as well? Uh, no, actually, I have not. It is, uh, really inspired me to, to repaint in the first place. So, um, I, 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 I suppose that, you know, probably your collection of planes in your computer has much, much more repaints than your DeviantArt? Um, yeah, actually, definitely, a lot more. Okay, so um, just a curious question on how you choose your planes, you know, there's such a big library, there's helicopters, there's, you know, propellers, I don't know what, turboprops, and there's big jumbo jets. How do you choose your planes that you want to paint? Planes that I paint, it really depends on the flight characteristics and how I can fit it to the character I want to paint, and uh, it's, it's optimal. It's optimal if I, if I uh, paint on a freeware aircraft or a default aircraft, have to download so many things and install, and just for convenience and such. And uh, yeah, I'm beginning to run out of default planes to paint on, but um, yeah, that's basically how it goes. I find an aircraft uh, that matches the, the where the flight characteristic matches the personality of the character in the show, and then I begin painting. Okay, so what do you mean by personality? Like, I never knew planes had some sort of personality in that sense. Uh, well, for example, I'll take the Robinson R-22, the first thing. Uh, it's a copter. It's lightweight, very basic, and it can't fly very fast. It's not very nimble either, so you can say it barely flies. And, uh, yeah, this too much of that. Fluttershy. Oh, okay. And uh, another example would be uh, having the C-172SP, the student part version. Uh, that aircraft is very basic, very standard, and it is uh, one of the most popular planes on the planet, and it is also the most popular uh, instructor aircraft. So, uh, almost every pilot on the world, in the world, who fly right now, have trained on the Cessna 172. So that that gives the 172 a sort of uh, personality of being knowledgeable and full of, full of knowledge and, and to teach people and have fifth twilight. Oh, I thought you'd probably put it in cheerily or something. Oh, well, not really. <laughs> okay, so uh, Norman, do you have any questions? None that I can think of right now because I got no idea about MS Flight Simulator. The previous one I played was just fun and I picked the fighter jet so I can just fly around. Okay. 
Don't worry, that's how everyone starts. True, but that was way back I'm when. The, see, I'm the weird guy again. When I started, I wanted a passenger jet. I don't know why. Sorry? Not really weird, but, uh, uh, well, common, but not really weird. I know what you mean. New people would get flights and uh, spin around in a fighter jet or whatever. I mean, I got Microsoft Flight, and then I was like, an Icon A5, I was like, really? Can I have a big, big, big plane? So I want, I just made a beeline for the A350 when I got Flight Simulator X. Um, so, do you have a favorite aircraft in that sense? Um, well, my favorite, uh, it depends on what type of aircraft, but in general, it would be the 737 new generation. Because it's a medium-sized airplane. It's wonderful to fly, and uh, the cockpit it very, uh, it's not really spacious, but it's very versatile, very flexible. You can control, uh, you have a lot of control over the aircraft systems, as opposed to an Airbus, where many of the things are automated. And what's more, the 737 isn't overly complicated, and it's not overly enormous, like the uh, 747 Jumbo Jet. So, uh, yeah, it, it became my favorite aircraft. So, you said that you played the flight sim on the PC, right? Yeah. So, how do you play it? Keyboard and mouse or flight stick? Uh, the, ver- the version I play is the uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. And when I started off, yes, it flew with a mouse and keyboard. But then, uh, as my interest in aviation grew on, uh, I got myself a flight system, including a joystick, throttle, and rudder pedals. Oh. And that soon grew. And now I also have an MCP, a manual control panel, uh, basically a, uh, a piece of hardware that lets you control the autopilot systems and also track IR, a uh, tracking device. That is so awesome! Like, it, all this, okay, um, where do you get this all, where do you get this thing? Because to me, I'm just thinking like, huh, this is kind of hardware where it's kind of hard to get, even like, um, with the fly, flying games, with the Ace Combat for the Xbox 360 or the PlayStation 3, they don't have any hardware for them. Like, uh, don't generally have these kind of things, do they? Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's it's kind of a. I, I'm I'm thinking like flight sim or flight battle games. Those kind of games are a dying trend. And for you to get all those items, like wow, where do you find them? Well, peripherals are rather rare for consoles, so I wouldn't be surprised. But for PC, there are a lot of them out there. And, of course, most of them are sold in the USA. Oh. But uh, the city where I'm from, uh, Hong Kong, we we are sort of at the brink of technology, at the front line of it. So we have several computer marketers here, and they sell different uh, hardware and gadgets in the computer market. And that's right, in most of them. Oh, okay, so you can... I need to go to Hong Kong now. <laughs> so basically, you can get them locally then? Uh, yes, I can. I just need to uh, walk down to the market and start browsing around. Awesome. So, how for your whole setup that you mentioned just now, how much does it cost? Well, I'm not sure how it uh, converts to currency over there, but I'll try to round it up in uh, US dollars. Oh, please do, please do. Well, for peripherals on their own... I think I have around 1,150 US dollars worth of it. Wow. And for all the systems, including computers and uh, monitor and such, I think it totals up to around, uh, oh, I'd say around 2,000 US dollars. That is a very powerful machine. And for peripherals, wow. Talk about hardcore gaming. You, dear sir, are hardcore enough for enjoying this kind of game. I clap for you, but that would destroy the sound quality, so no. But actually, I look, I look at it this way. Do you consider Flight Sim a game? Yeah, the thing is... Um, in a sense, no, because um, with a lot of people, uh, I take Flight Sim quite seriously, and it's, uh, it's especially true over here, because you can't really afford to, to up, uh, in an aircraft yourself. So you're only left with the option of flying at home in your personal PC. So I really take flight sim quite seriously, and uh, in the sort of level that realism um, is first, fun is second. Mm-hmm. Well, ah. you could also say that for people who are playing Gran Turismo Five on the PlayStation Three, well, it's five or is it six? I forgot the title. 
numbers. But anyway, you could also say that for people who are playing Gran Turismo on the PS3, they also buy their steering wheel, they buy the bucket seats, they buy, well, basically they buy the whole setup just to play one game, which is Gran Turismo. And I, mean, I would do that. I would probably do that. I mean, it's cheaper than buying a Ferrari, a Lamborghini, and a Mercedes-Benz and putting it in my house. So, true. Yeah, that's the next best thing. Yeah, true. But I don't know. I mean, uh, different stroke for different people, I guess. Just to uh, elaborate on that point, uh, uh, flight simming to me is to... It's really a big deal at such a level that flight sim it comes out of the box, 15 gigabytes. And uh, my, flight sim, my flight sim has totaled to around 800 gigabytes by now. Wow, that's almost one terror. Oh my he, goodness. He flies in an almost a real world. He has texture packs for the countries. You land at an airport. That's the real deal. You land at actual airports. It's not like a fake, oh, runway in the middle of this big plot of land. Yay, let me land there. Of course, it's so controversial that uh, flight isn't really reality because you can't really simulate uh, uh, turbulent conditions or uh, G-forces and forces as a whole. I mean, it's still a simulator on a computer. True, but, true. Uh, yeah, we try to take it to, to the top, to the edge. I can yeah. understand, I can understand. It's basically if you're seated on a plane, you basically know what to do. But I think the experience of flying a, well, let's just say a plane, is much more fun because you can feel the vibrations, you can feel the humming of the engines, you can oh, feel... Yes, of course. Yeah. Actually, that is almost reproduced in those industrial standard flight simulators with hydraulics, you know. But still... It's, it's closer to the real deal. Of course, the real plane is still the real... Yeah, but still, I, I can understand where Twitch is going because I too kind of feel that way when I'm playing... Well, I wouldn't say playing, but uh, for me, it's playing some of my games. If I'm playing a racing car game, I would really like it if it were real. So when oh, I oh hell uh, no, man! Somebody oh. puts me in a car at 300 kilometers an hour, I will shit my pants. Uh, I I I can understand. I can understand. It's well, like I said, different stroke for different people. Yeah, well, maybe maybe that's why I can't take roller coasters. Ha ha ha! Uh, for your information, they dragged me onto a roller coaster when I went down there to see Norman. It's kind of torture I get for visiting him. <laughs> oh, the next time you're gonna do, we're gonna do it again. We're gonna do a water park next time. Oh yes, we're gonna do it again. But anyway, Dan, any questions? Yes. Uh, so, hey, are you a member of any virtual airlines by any chance? Uh, not really. Uh, virtual airlines, no. I am a part of what well, used to be a part of F6 Fleet, which is a uh, virtual military organization in Flight Simulator, but in the end, I, uh, I dropped out uh, and got discharged because um, the time zones didn't really match. I'm over here in Asia, and the group is based off in America, so we uh. didn't really organize sessions together, and also it was military. Uh, I didn't realize it was at first. I simply applied, but in, uh, when I found out that it was actually a military organization, I sort of backed out. Not that uh, I dislike military things uh, in general, but I feel that um, I would rather sit in a passenger jet and uh, at the instruments for seven, eight hours rather than spinning around in the sky in a multi-billion dollar jet fighter aircraft. Uh, <laughs> understandable, understandable. Yeah. Uh, so I and, just, uh, yeah, go ahead. And right now, as of current, I am in a group called the FSX Security Mark Crusaders. It is started by a drone from Canada and uh, is a uh, half military organization. We fly military aircraft, but we also do it for fun, so it's nothing serious. Uh, you can check out the... Uh, you can check it out by Googling FSX Security Mark Crusaders. Yeah, doing Crusader. it right now. Right. Uh, but, yeah, uh, so the group is rather small and young and it's still developing. Mm. So, yeah, but I am having... Plans on uh, if I recruit enough people, I might start a virtual airline called uh, Air Luna from the paints I've made so far. Yeah, Air Luna is an amazing plane. I downloaded it and tried it out on the PMDG, and I'm like, the realism this in this thing is over nine thousand. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds cool. So how how big yeah, is the PMDG your... is an industrial standard? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong. Twitch, the PMDG is an industrial standard simulation plugin, right? Uh, well, not really industrial standard. It was never approved, and uh, I don't think it will get approved. But it's 
as close as reality as you can get with Microsoft Life Simulator. Okay. Hmm. So, how big is the current community, like, it, as a whole, with the Flight Simulator Brony groups? How, how big is it? Well, it's not really big at all if you are counting uh, Brony-specific Flight Simulator groups. So far on the internet, I found one failed Brony Flight Simulator group, and current one. Was that Flying Brony? Uh, I'm not sure I remember its name, but... Um, I think we started a while back, but then they started to degrade, uh, and finally they abandoned it. So the oh. only current active one I've found so far, uh, I'm not sure if it's true that it is the only one, but for now, uh, for what I've seen, so far only the FSX Crusaders is the only active group to Brony flight simulator. I found FSX, uh, I found the the Flying Bronies, actually it didn't really launch, they were going to do a virtual airline as well for Bronies, but it did take off. Oh really, on DVNR? Uh, no, it was actually on Derby Hose News. Oh, oh yes, that's one I, uh, I found a while back as well, but yeah, I think they failed at it, uh, dropped down. I mean, I don't think they even took off in the first place, because I think they were saying they were planning it, no, no pun intended, but uh, they didn't really go ahead. Right. How about the future of your flight simulation, and of course... Since you're an avid brony as well, what do you think you might be doing next in Flight Simulator that will be related to the ponies? Uh, I'm not really sure because um, I don't really have any uh, obvious plans for right now, but I do have a short personal project that I'm working right now. I'm hoping to uh, to make a video or make several videos of uh, showcasing the, the meetings with selected soundtracks and putting them onto YouTube. Hopefully that will attract more uh, Retention and uh, more people to um, to be to build up an actual functioning plan. I never really wondered if this was true, but since, of course, we went to the topic of realism, is it possible to swap the world of FSX to fly in Equestria? Um, as of now, uh, not really, because it would take a lot of work, and flight simulator is based off the world as a whole. So um, when you spawn in, you don't really spawn in a map or anything. You spawn on Earth, so to an entire Earth. So it would be rather difficult to convert it and uh, convert the land classes and the game files to the match the equestrian terrain. And it would be the problem of creating models and uh, to insert them into the world. And of course, there are resource problems. Because Flight Simulator is an extremely CPU-intensive game, and uh, if you put lots of 3D objects in, it would burn out your computer. Okay, I see. Because I, I thought of that like probably a next big thing for a question. That was uh, sorry for Bronies in a sense. There's this other Pegasus Flight Simulator game that was coming out. Oh, I can't remember where yeah. it was. I would. I, I am interested to see what would come of it, and uh, if possible, if. Uh, put the question to in-flight simulator, but uh, as of now, it's not really feasible. Oh, why not? Why do you say so? And resources and limitations as a whole. I am interested to see uh, I, I am interested to see if something like that will come out. Okay. So, um, other than Flight Simulator 10, which other flight simulators do you use? Uh, well, I don't really use other flight simulators frequently, although I have tried X-Plane 9, X-Plane 10, Microsoft Flight, and uh, Aerofly FS, and also the um, uh, the freeware simulator. Flight Gear, yeah. I, I yes. Flight Gear is scary. <laughs> but yes, so far, um, if you're starting to planning what type of flight, it would be, uh, you would have to do research because different flight simulators have their different characteristics. Uh, but as now, X-2010 and Flight Simulator X dominate market. If you're looking for something that has good graphics, definitely go for uh, Flight Simulator X, because Flight Simulator X has a good balance between graphics and realism. X-Plane is quite realistic, and it uses a separate, uh, a unique system that calculates the airflow instead of just looking it up in a table, like how Flightsim does. Flightsim uh, has a file from the aircraft, reads it, and determines how much coefficient should be added uh, by determining 
what speed and what conditions and whatnot, but X-Plane actually calculates it dynamically. So this is oh. very, very cool. But uh, the down point is, is the graphics would need a lot of work. But for both of these simulators, there are a lot of add-ons you can purchase on the market, uh, both freeware and payware of varying quality, uh, so you can check it out. Uh, for example, for Flight Simulator X, uh, if you have enough money, uh, if you have enough, you can spend it to make it uh, quite realistic and sometimes you know, as close to X-Plane. Um, and the same X-Plane you can purchase add-ons, so it looks quite almost as nice as Flight Simulator X. Um, but if you're not really in that much into uh, hardcore flying or hardcore simming, if you want to just fly around for fun in general, and you want amazing and beautiful scenery, lovely graphics, then you should go for something called Aerofly FS. It is a uh, simulator which is available on Steam, and um, it is a VFR simulator, so there are no conflict systems you have to take care of. The controls are simple, and uh, the, the graphics are just breathtaking. But the uh, draw is, of course, there are almost no systems on the aircraft, and cockpit is so it's just your yoke is all you have yes all you do is to uh, to go up there and uh, fly around uh the, yeah the upside you don't have to deal with uh, complicated systems the downside you don't have complicated systems to help you out okay strength is also its weakness oh, and also um from now what i've seen only like emitter x has brony rebates for it that's oh, okay. Side thought you said you knew some other brownies who fly in X-Plane. They've never repainted oh, yeah. the X-Plane stuff? Uh, they have painted X-Plane. Uh, and I, uh, well, as of now, I've only seen one person uh, paint on X-Plane. And, uh, his paints are, frankly, uh, a bit simple. Uh, so, yeah, it, it really uh, a lot more choices uh, with FSX to have a lot more collection of the things up there. You've got the Wonderbolts, you've got Rarity, Applejack, and, uh, and whatnot. But uh, for X-Plane, you will only have, from what I've seen, you will only have the Delta Airlines 757 with the Rarity Cutie Mark on it. So that's something ah, so any new uh, paints that you're working on that you'd like to share with us? Uh, currently, I'm working on two. Uh, one of them is the Air Luna Retro version, and the other one is the uh, Agro Bell. The first what? one, the Air, the Stag Bell. Oh, okay. um, yeah. The first one, the 737-700, is um, a remake of Air Luna, but in a retro version. So it, I tried to get it to look like an easy airline and to make it like an old or scratched off uh, kind of aircraft. So yeah, the paint right now is coming along smoothly. I just need to do a little bit of adjustment, but um, it looks really nice and really old and dirty. So it really gives you a good feel that the aircraft is is very old and has some age to it. And it's also uh, it it's also registered to the Soviet Union because Air Luna aircraft uses a Russian registration. And back in the 80s, Russia was the Soviet Union, so I adopted the uh, Soviet uh, the Soviet um, aircraft registration for it. All the feedback. Actually, actually, a curious question is why did you like probably paint up an Antonov or something to go with the Russian feel? Uh, well, actually, um, I picked the, uh, the aircraft registrations by random, so I don't really think through it. Uh, oh, uh, okay. So yeah, it, it's really randomized. I just look up on Wikipedia and see uh, what type of aircraft registration should I do today. I'll pick a British one. So I put the British one on the Stagger Bell, uh, and I put the Russian one on Air Luna, and then when I'm making retro paint, I put the Soviet one on. And, oh, okay. uh, as, well, as well as the Stagger Bell, it is a Beechcraft D-17 Staggering. And uh, I painted sweet on top of it. It's a very simple painting, and it's uh, it's ready for download. Ooh, all right. The you mean the decommissioned Air Luna? Uh, no, the uh, stag belt, the uh, sweet belt on the oh, set. Sorry. So Norman, any more questions you have for our guest? Mm, no, I'm at a loss because I, I got no idea. Um, 
Yeah, basically, I got no idea. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm not being professional today. I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. It's all right. Now you know how I feel like when you talk deep about video games. Indeed. <laughs> Yay! So we're even. No, actually, this is a video game. I, I should know. I should know something, but yeah. No, he's hardcore, so it's not a video game. <laughs> so, uh, so um. Actually, I was gonna, I was, I was gonna ask you whether you're considering doing aviation, but I know the answer. But you want, would you can share that with our audience? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I you, you probably noticed by now. I am a huge travel aviation, and I wish to become an airline transport pilot uh, in the future. Doesn't matter what, what type. Uh, doesn't matter carrying passengers or cargo. To fly a uh, a civil jetliner, and uh, I'm heading towards that goal right now, and it's coming steadily. Oh, that's cool! I mean, I've never heard of people starting so early. Actually, it's more like aviation might come as an in- interest later. I never knew people actually. I mean, I don't know many, but I think you've got a really good head start already. Like you're you're 15, right? And you're already yes. piloting a PMT. Uh, 16, just 16. Uh, just right? 16. Oh, okay, happy birthday. Thank you, thank you very much. Well, looks like you have a future, and, well, if you do well, maybe um, Air Blue will take you in. Oh, definitely. Oh, and to mention, uh, I also have a, a jet, jet Blue. Jet Blue, Jet Blue. Oh, Jet Blue, sorry. <laughs> jet Blue. Okay, my bad. Uh, I also have a Jet Blue paint, and I'm, uh, I'm rather proud of it. And, uh, yes, I, I can't wait to download it. I just want to give a shout out to JetBlue. Thank you for being uh, so kind and so nice to us Brunies and uh, being so welcoming, I guess. And uh, JetBlue is an awesome airline. So, yeah, maybe someday I'll fly them. Awesome. And then you can make a detour to Gold Oak to pick us up. <laughs> that will remain to, that will have remained to be seen. Oh, looky here, <laughs> Dan abusing his powers. Ooh. Now then again, that's why I play flight sim. It's like, if I can't fly to Ronicon and I can't get a plane to take me there, I'll fly myself there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boys. Alright, I think so. Um, that's been a great session. So, Norman, if there's nothing else, I think we can move on. Okie dokie dokie then. So, that was our guest Twitch. Sorry that I couldn't contribute more to the conversation, but knowing me and knowing what I know, I would just mess it up. <laughs> We don't know what you know, so never mind. <laughs> uh, you, after a few episodes, you should know me by now. But anyway, um, Twitch... We don't know what you don't know. Put it that way. Hush. Anyway, Twitch, where can they find you? Uh, you can contact me uh, on DeviantArt. Um, DeviantArt is Feichung, A-Y-C-H-E-U-N-G, dot DeviantArt.com. Uh, you can also find me on Skype, Feichung730. You can also find me on Steam as Faye and then... Uh, Okie dokie I'll just add in in the show notes. So anyway, let's move on to shoutouts. So my shoutout for this week goes to you, Twitch. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you very much for uh, taking me on. No problem. It was a pleasure talking to you. And also, um, a new brony I met today, um, Kitsune Risu. Um, he's a really interesting guy and... It really helped me a lot while I was in Singapore. So, thanks a lot, man. And Dan, what about you? Okay, a uh, few shout-outs first of all to uh, Twitch here. And uh, for a very good reason, it's that because a few days ago, Twitch actually had, took a flight with me. We connected our... Well, we tried to connect, but it didn't work. So, we used Skype. And, yeah, Adam Savage and Jamie Heinemann can suck on this. Twitch here guided me to land an Airbus A350 over the phone. I don't think so. That's the same, but moving on. It's not the same, but I'm not a pilot, and I know near deal about aviation. And a 15 year old kid, just 16 year old kid, just taught me how to land a plane over the phone, which is achievement unlocked for both of us. I guess it, it, there's the same effect on uh, on some of my friends in the United States when uh, I sort of guide them to land on the aircraft carrier flights in. They're sort of like, huh, that's strange. A 16-year-old kid, what well, I was talking about, a 14-year-old kid from China knows how to land a multi-million dollar plane on top of an aircraft carrier of the most powerful, uh, most powerful military force on the planet. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow, that's when you say it that way. When, when you say it that way, that sounds so dangerous. <laughs> I mean, Oprah Winfrey said it before, and I shall say it again. No matter how good you are at something, or no matter how good you think you are at something, there is always a kid in China who does it better than you. <laughs> We're so true. <laughs> so true. And um, last shout out once again. I can't shout out enough to this brand new. Engaged couple, Forrest Rain and Rebecca Starborn. Congratulations oh, once yes. again. It really made my day to hear about it this morning. Awesome, awesome. And was... one last one goes out to my choir because yeah, you guys are awesome for bringing back the gold for Malaysia. Cool. So Twitch, what about you? Anybody to shout out to or any corporate company you want to shout out to? Oh yeah, I've got a couple of shout outs I want to do. My first one goes to my friend Daniel Adam Boyer, also uh, core science guy guy. He's a great friend to talk to. Another brony, he's from Texas, and uh, he really helps me out with the projects and helps me to, to deal with difficulties that I come upon. So, huge shout out to you. Uh, a shout out to um, JetBlue for being such an awesome airline and such an awesome, uh, an awesome company as a whole, uh, for being, you know, providing such good service and, and hospitality for us, brony. Uh, I want to give a shout out to. Um, to Forest Rain, yes, uh, congratulations on the wedding, and uh, hope to see you to make good music there uh, with with uh, with your your wife now, I guess you can call. Uh, and hope you have. So a, it was a marriage proposal. Life. They're not married yet. Eh, uh, well, yeah. She so, said yes, so it's kind of well, halfway there. <laughs> yeah, halfway. Yeah, I wish you guys a brilliant, happy life, and also um, a good shout out to your ex destructor, my favorite Christian. Uh, favorite brony musician and thank you for being so uh, so kind to all of your subscribers and giving them all the attention they can ever ask for cool awesome awesome so anyway if you have any questions concerns or suggestions for the show you can contact us at mvshow@gmail.com. and if you would like to send us any personal emails you can reach me at norman at the show dot com and Daniel at the Daniel <laughs> at the Daniel wow at the Daniel ah <laughs> anyway, uh, sorry uh, it's Daniel at the NBA show dot com and you can also reach us on Twitter uh, the show's Twitter account is at the MBS show follow them for news on the show updates on editing and general mumble stuff <laughs> I just made like, a joke there if anybody general mumble stuff General mumble on the show, and you didn't tell me. No, you know, general, like in general and mumbling, you know, like mumbles. So when you put them together, you, you know, it's a bad joke. Moving on, moving on. You can follow me at Norman Sanzo. Follow me to find out stuff that is going on currently with me, what I'm doing, what I'm playing, what I'm eating. But I'm popular with the foods. So just follow me at Norman Sanzo. And Daniel, what about you? Uh, you can follow me at stpinky, S-T-P-I-N-K-I-E. Um, was active for a while, not active, and now back on. So, yeah, I realized there's nothing good to say on Facebook it. So, yeah, it ends up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we said last week, if you want to follow Disappointment, follow Daniel. <laughs> no, if you, no, it's not that. If you want to know that, you know, no matter how... That's not a word! ...your day is, someone here in Kuala Lumpur is having a worse day than you. You follow me. I make you feel better. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. What about you, Twitch? Do you have any Twitters? Uh, well, no, I don't really use Twitter. Uh, okay, it's understandable. It's understandable. And also, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and also like our Facebook page. Links will be provided in the show notes. Before we end, I, I need to say this because uh, we have a winner for the book contesting game. Oh! So we have a winner and surprisingly enough... Um, is one of our past contestants. It's Adeline Choi. Oh, Adeline, congratulations. Yep, congratulations. Um, I'll personally send the book to you, and, well, I'm appreciative. I, I, I'm happy right now, because you took the time to uh, listen to all four questions and kind of answer the questions that I asked. Thank you so much. And, well, expect your book soonish. Soonish. Yes, soonish. That's a word. <laughs> uh, tracking number. No, I'm gonna send it personally. <laughs> oh, she's in Penang. No. Anyway, have um, a nice journey up to the north. I thought she was in KL. Uh, anyway, I'm. Gonna fly up. Hush. Anyway, uh, I've been Norman Sanzo. I'm the Norman's pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm Daniel Anthony. Bitch. Uh, I've been uh, 
And we'll see you guys next week. Oh boy. Up a bit away. <laughs> bye bye. Hey, hey, everybody. We've got something to say. We may seem as different as the night is from day. But you look a little deeper. And you will see that I'm just like you. And you're just like me. Everybody, we're here to shout that the magic of friendship is what it's all about. Yeah, we thought we were different as the night is from the day until twilight sparkle helped to see another way. So get up, get down, if you're gonna come around, we can work together, helping twilight in the crowd. So get up, get down, cause it's gonna make a sound if we work Together helping twilight sparkle win the crown Hey, hey, hands up now We're sending a message to the crowd Hands wave up, then come down We party together all around Generous honesty, laughter, kindness, loyalty Twilight helped us each to see All that we can be So get up, get down If you're gonna come around We can work together Helping twilight win the crown So get up Get down, cause it's gonna make a sound If we work together, helping twilight sparkle win the crown I'm gonna be myself, no matter what I do And different, different, yeah, I want you to be true to you If you follow me, we'll put our differences aside We'll stick together and start working on that school pride Jump up and make a sound Stop your hooves, turn around, start now, make a change, gonna come around, jump up, make a sound. Stop your hooves, turn around, cancer lot, wonder cults, help her win the crown, jump up, make a sound. Stop your hooves, turn around, start now, make a change, gonna come around, jump up, make a sound. Stop your hooves, turn around, cancer lot, wonder cults, help her win the crowd, jump up, make a sound. Stop your hooves, turn around, start now, make a change, gonna come around, jump up, make a sound. Stop your hooves, turn around, cancer lot, wonder cults, help her win the crowd. Uh, that, was that four questions? I can't remember them. Um, yeah, there was four questions. Yeah, I got hit in the head today, so mm, I don't remember much. Oh, you got hit in the head by who? Uh, by a friend who opened the door. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, but that's not going to be in the show because it's, I, like, it's still pounding right now. People are such exci- Why do people have such exciting days, you know? No, that's not exciting, it's painful. Oh, we should get hit in the head by a door, but yeah. No, anyway, moving on to the next news. Tri- 